I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to Horribly Hollywood Single Remote uh, from my apartment in Playa Vista. Um, Wow, as, as the saying goes, what a difference a week makes. Uh, I have an audition later today. It's been a bit of a stressful weekend, so just doing some maintenance right now, some self-care. Um, I, uh, I want to say thank you so much uh, to all the producers, everybody at AfterBuzz TV, Kevin Undergaro, um, Jeff, uh, Bree, Steven, Ryan, uh, everybody who's, Vito uh, who's doing the show, everybody's just been working tirelessly so that we could still deliver you a show about bad dates. I'm gonna be honest at first, did not wanna do it. Um, and uh, we have to keep going through like, we have to, bad dates are never gonna stop. Uh, the show is not gonna stop. Um, and I wanna welcome a very special guest today. You know her as the host of What's Your Jersey podcast. She's done stand-up tour. On Stone, or maybe I forgot this was gonna be on video. And um, whatever. I you know, it's my fault, cause usually I say it in the regular call sheets and I didn't, <laughs> add that this time and that's my bad totally but you were are a complete professional because you just <laughs> rolled with it and most women i don't know if they would but you did so and we're yeah we're doing it this one i haven't done before it's a metallic foil gold mask oh yeah you know yeah rocket to blend with like a corona color maybe i don't with know Dude, how, how much different, like, I'm just imagining, I did this show, I finished with your friend Gabby Conti last Monday, yes. and then literally, I feel like everything just kind of changed for a lot of people in this country, for everybody. Oh, um, yeah. How have you been doing over the last week? I know you you work in very public places, so how are you doing with it? <laughs> oh my God, yes. I've been the psycho who I've literally changed the, like, latex gloves every, like, five seconds. Oh, yeah. oh my God, Gus. Sorry, oh, wait, sorry. that's so my cat, Gus Quick <laughs> Ah, uh, dude, you have to get down. He's gonna do that for a while. He likes climbing. Dude. All right, um, we're matching colors. Sorry, yeah, that's yeah. a rescue cat. Um, that just shows my love because I was originally a dog person, and um, I realized if I wanted to stay with the woman I loved, I was gonna have to rescue a cat. So that's a little product of. Hey, anyway, we were the good. opposite here. Like my my boyfriend's allergic to like all animals, and all I want is a dog. Oh. And there was one foster dog I was obsessed with that only had one eye and he was so cute. And we came so close to getting him, but my boyfriend was like, I'm too allergic. And now we've been binging high maintenance. And oh, yes. Yeah, this season he has, it's literally the same dog. The same dog. One eye and his name is FOMO, which I relate so much to that because that's like my biggest Achilles heel. Like I have the worst. <laughs> FOMO for everything. So I'm like, that's my dog. That's my dog. You name yeah. him Cyclops? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> well, you're very sweet because uh, my lady literally would have told me, uh, tough luck. We're, we're getting him okay. and uh, <laughs> you can uh, quarantine yourself quite literally. Um, so anyway, um, I'm just wondering, so let's just throw out a hypothetical right now. Yeah. Let's say, let's say you and I met on a dating app like uh -huh. a week ago and I was just like, hey, let's just meet up grab a drink what would we do this now I guess to date what would you would you meet with someone would you just say let's just Skype it or zoom okay. and see what happens normally what normally I would be like fuck it just like go don't touch but 
coming from someone, I'm literally like, I just came back from a run and there was like people that were still in bars and restaurants. And I was mm. looking at them like, what the fuck are you doing? Go home. It, yeah. I just, and like, also like I bartended on Saturday and Friday and it just felt awkward. Like I hated having to be there. And I felt like anyone that walked in, I was like, what are you doing? Why are you here? It was just awkward. So I do think everything happens for a reason. And I feel like love is blind came out to prepare everyone for dating. Mm. Now. Um, <laughs> I just like the emphasis on now. So. Now, um, in this climate, uh, mm-hmm. I honestly thought it was a show about podcasts because I just heard they were in pods. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I, I really feel like I, right now, like instead of, I should have a bottle of wine, like sitting next to me, but I'm halfway through my like at home workout. So that's going to happen after, oh, yeah. um, you oh, know, yeah. right now you. I literally, I have Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline my immunity booster and I'm doing it this and then I I thought you were literally holding up a thing of sanitizer and you were gonna guzzle it and I was like no 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 it's not what it's for it's not Oh no! The iPod challenge, just guzzle sanitizer. By the way, that's how you cure coronavirus. Yeah, that's how you do it. You just drink it and then you hope okay. for the best. Uh, today's show, by the way, is brought to you by our gods, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Barack Obama. And they are sitting on either side of me, watching in judgment. Hope it's a good show. So, um, obviously, uh, Jacqueline, the show is about bad dates and just. Uh, how terrible Los Angeles is. There's a quick little thing I want to read. It's from the singlesociety.com. There's a fantastic um, blogger in New York. Her name is Nikki Nelson. She writes these bad dates that people either bring in and it's stuff uh, that's in New York, but I find that typically you could kind of put this to anywhere. So I want to read yeah. this to you. See what your thoughts are. I met Tim, a hedge fund financial analyst. There we go. On Ooh. Bumble, where they talk to you first. I was pleasantly surprised by how quickly he cut through the usual monotonous red tape that is texting back and forth. Yeah, boys versus men. And invited me out for an evening that same week, my worst first date ever, in caps. Upon arrival, I approached him, who was sitting at the bar. He immediately stood up to receive me, and I was utterly astonished by the size of this man. My petite frame stands just shy of five foot one. So unlike many women in the online dating community, I am not often concerned with such details such as the height of an individual because rarely do I meet a guy who is shorter than me. Now, Jacqueline, to be fair, do you mind telling me how tall you are? I am five foot five, just right in the middle. Five foot five, right in the middle. Got it. So if you wear heels, you could probably do like, you have some stilettos, right? You might do five foot seven, five eight, five nine. I was was born in heels, Adam. I was... Um, (laughs) I've seen your photos. I trust that you do workouts in your heels uh-huh. and you do them amazingly. There it as, is. Like, as you toss a piece of pizza in the air and magically catch it in your mouth. Yes. That's what I'm, I'm I like asking. to just stay medium. Like I work out to eat pizza and that's it. Um, that's no, all you yeah. I always was jealous of girls that were really short. I feel like you should either be really short or really tall. Like really tall is like right. hot supermodel. Really short is like cute. I'm a spinner. Like everyone wants me, you know. 
<laughs> you, you've met some bad spinners in your time. <laughs> By the way, this episode, once again, look how close he and I are looking today. Oh my gosh. You're welcome All to right. this content. <laughs> I know. Oh, there we go. Okay. So, uh, so would you, would a guy typically always need to be taller than you? I take it maybe your boyfriend's taller no, than you? No, I, um, I feel like I dated a lot of guys with like the short, like hot-headed Italian complex. Like I, I've had oh, so like many boyfriends. Yeah. Like just right here, go. same height. Little Napoleon complex. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yes. <laughs> but you, <laughs> or the what we call the modern day Joe Pesci. Yeah. By the uh, way, did you know, uh, quick little, quick little Italian piece of knowledge, because uh, if you're a proper Italian, you have to know the movie Goodfellas. So you know that the character Joe Pesci played in that, he was known for being the little guy who would all like pick on people and beat them up, kill them. But in real life, apparently, the character that he played, he was built like a prize fighter. So he was actually like six foot three. He was ginormous. And then he would just knock people around. So when they cast originally Joe Pesci, he was just like, well, this guy in real life, like I, and he was kind of thinking of the characters like, oh, that's it. It's because he's shorter than all of them. He's got this thing to prove and it oh, actually yeah. works so much more, but just a little piece of uh, Goodfellas knowledge I want to throw you I away. love that. I've actually met Joe Pesci and I, when I, yes, <laughs> um, when I was performing at Sopranos Con, I met Catherine Narducci who played his wife in The Irishman. And she also played Robert De Niro's wife in A Bronx Tale. And literally she uh, was sitting, eating lunch and I had my podcast equipment and I was about to interview one of the like producers from The Sopranos. And she was like, what are you guys doing? And I just sat down and got to talk to her for like an hour. So she's the best. That's so cool. Yeah. By the way, I'm really feeling the face mask stuff, right? I mean, I'm feeling no, really mine's good. Drying. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's gonna we're just gonna be frozen in stone. Let me I'll go through this. Um so so I can feel it off. She meets the guy, I know, at the end. It's just gonna be we're gonna look like Pat uh <laughs> Patrick Bateman and American Psycho, just peel it off and stare into the mirror with a dead look. Um I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna do it too. And I'm gonna at be like, end. here's an idea to That's who I am. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to myself and the cat as I lose my mind. Um okay, so she comes up to the bar, the guy gets up. She sees he's incredibly, he's shorter than five foot one. So, hey, good for this guy. Uh, to his credit, I didn't ask about his height and he didn't offer a number that was clearly fabricated at any point in our conversation or on his profile. Yeah. Donned in my ballet flat shoes, I stood about two and a half inches taller than Tim. Usually the one to feel particularly dainty next to 99.9% of the men I meet, I suddenly felt oddly monstrous towering over this miniature human. She writes, no problem. Maybe he has a few extra inches somewhere else. Staying positive. There we go. Well. I'm sorry, it's probably not the case. The waitress Thanks. showed us to our table and right away, Tim and I got to talking. After sharing the details of how our days went to the office, we began discussing what TV shows we were looking forward to watching now that the weather was becoming crisper by the day. Were you into Mad Men, he asked. That is actually one I couldn't get into for some reason, I replied. Strike one, Tim said rather <laughs> aggressively. That's fantastic. This guy is Joe Pesci. Strike one, you mother. All right, so strike one. So it's a strike against someone when they don't like the same show. It's, it's great. Um, the waitress came ah. by to uh, take our beverage order. Yeah, does he have a brother? Um, and Tim <laughs> recommended I sample the, I don't know, whiskey, Sazeric? Uh, Sazeric whiskey drink from the signature cocktail menu. I'm more of a vodka or gin drinker, not so much into whiskey. Oh yeah. no, that's strike two, he said. Oh. 
okay, so the whole strike thing has got to stop. Putting strikes yeah. against people who don't share your opinions on things like liquor and TV shows is pretty stupid. Tim offered up a pathetic apology and chalked up to being nervous. I accepted and was prepared to start fresh. So you said you work in retail merchandising. Is that like an actual job or just one of those things girls get into because they like playing with clothes and stuff? Oh my God. It's so, this is like Groundhog Day when Bill Murray's talking to Andy McDowell and she's like, well, where I am now in broadcast journaling uh, is like a million years from what I studied in college. And he's like, oh, you didn't study journaling? She's like, no, I studied uh, 17th century French poetry, you know? And he goes, ha, what a waste of time. And then you realize you oh. ruined the date. Um, so for the sake of not having to hear him speak, I sarcastically conceded and said he was absolutely correct. My bachelor's degree in fashion merchandising and my master's in supply chain management was all because I wanted to play with clothes all day. Oh my God. If he just asked for a blowjob at the end of the meal, that would just be the perfect trifecta to this guy. I finished I my meal despite that. From I would kind of expect now, right? Yeah. Just like, so are you gonna, are we gonna do this? Or are you gonna, you, you gonna be Like, I would now? be disappointed if he didn't ask for it at that point. Like, at that point, not... he's not, yeah, just gonna <laughs> rightly objectify you. Yeah, uh, I need a joke out of this at least. <laughs> That's a good button. Uh, <laughs> then, then you play the curb music at the end. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So I finished my meal despite the fact that Tim had completely spoiled my appetite. And hey, if I have to spend my evening with this douche, I may as well try to enjoy the free meal. And when we exited the building, I had every intention of making a beeline for the train to escape the atrocious company I just endured. So we can wow. grab another drink at this whiskey bar I really like down the street, he said rather presumptuously. Although you don't no. drink whiskey, so it would probably be kind of embarrassing bringing you there. No. I'm actually going home, I said. This was quite possibly the worst first date I've ever had. And given how short you are, might want to consider a serious, uh, serious personality adjustment. Tim laughed it off as I was just joking. I thanked him for the lovely dinner, then made my way home. I have never been so happy to be back in my tiny studio apartment. Tim texted me the next day as if nothing ever happened. Hey, I had a great time last night. You have an interesting sense of humor. I'd like to do it again, and I guess I can let it slide that you don't like whiskey. Hey, Tim, you can fuck right off. <laughs> Thought. Yeah. No. I mean, Tim, uh, slow clap. Because so, Tim hasn't had sex in 10 years, I can tell you that. Yeah. No, so many things, so many thoughts. First of all, rookie move for agreeing to go to dinner with someone for a first date. You're not the first person to bring this up. What do you typically Never. No, you can't. You cannot. I, I literally, and I've been with my boyfriend for over three years now. We live oh, together. No, we just did three years in January. Oh my God, us too. Did we start dating on the same day? Yeah. It's, it's three. It's three. <laughs> but guys, January. Not, brag not bragging yeah. at all. Um, it's been like a rough decade in Los Angeles dating. So oh, I'm relatable. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's one of the things now where you're so freaking grateful. You're not out there in the no. wilds amidst all this crap. Can you imagine if you had to sit through another, what's your favorite color? What, um, Ugh. What, what no. did you, like, could you do it? Put a bullet in my head. I mean, even like our second date, it was a lot of that conversation. And I was like, I don't know about this. And I gave him one more shot. And then the mm. third date was where like, we finally, we did dinner, third date dinner. And it, it like felt normal. He wasn't a weirdo. He wasn't an asshole to the waiter. That's always a big thing. And yeah. He How went they treat in for the, the waiters kiss. and their mothers. That's a big. Uh... Huge. Um, huge. huge. Wait, <laughs> you, uh, sorry, did you say he went in for the kiss on the third? Did he go for the kiss on the first date or waited till the no, third? No, not on the first, not on the second. And I was also almost like, what the fuck on the second? Oh, yeah. But yeah, did it mess no. with you a little bit. 
where you like, bit. I'm hot. This is weird. You should want to kiss me. <laughs> it also happens that him and I both have like, his last name is Caprio and I'm related to a ton of Caprios. Oh, and yeah. his middle name is Phil. My dad and my brother's names are Phil. His mom's name is Phyllis Caprio. I have an aunt Phyllis Caprio. They like lived in the same, it was all so fucking weird. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so i the first three dates we were just trying to figure out if we were actually just distant cousins yeah um, it's 23 and me that shit you gotta yeah. know i mean third or fourth cousins it's fine even yeah, if it's, it's first there's like a 40 50 chance your kids are gonna have webbed feet but the way yeah. things are going i think you're fine <laughs> or like no chin um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine there's implants for that um, yeah, we already yeah. discussed yeah so yeah I mean I feel like yeah don't do dinner on a first date at all that's a rookie move and I feel like also him calling out everything he's obviously painfully insecure um the whole like big penis on a short guy thing I was listening to an interview it was a podcast with Brandy Glanville and she was talking about hooking up with Ben Stiller and I think he he appears to be like shorter and tinier huge penis apparently oh, so that it. like blew my mind and I was like oh wow really? I've never encountered like a really short with like a really huge one but you never know they're out there apparently it happens well do you remember the speedo scene from meet the parents you get an idea of his package you get right. you get a general I always that... figured he's one of the chosen people <laughs> yeah. well. like he's Ben Stiller there's no way Probably. you don't have a career in comedy that long unless you're packing right that confidence level is way too high that's, yeah. <laughs> that's hiding something. Uh, yeah yeah no when you're a certain height and I can thankfully say I'm around the same height as Ben Stiller five foot seven and three quarters <laughs> but I say five foot eight everywhere I go and then I just cool, hope cool. to god we're never standing next to each other yeah um, yeah no you uh you gotta sell it you gotta and you better yeah. have a good personality because if shit doesn't work it. out you're gonna they, they they go for the big tall ones those are the ones that get picked first it's like you know mat ball back in the day in gym you know or kickball or that shit like you just you got you got to work on your personality you got to take it and also like they say like shorter guys like are good at like going downstairs on girls too because they have yeah. to again make up for the height so any short guy I dated like I I say I would try anything twice. Like you never know. Like the first time, like Aperol, not a fan the first time. Right. Second time, obsessed. Like all of a sudden, you know, like imagine if I had never given it another chance. All the times I got blacked out this summer and last summer wouldn't have happened. I mean, I gotta tell you, I'm agreeing with you, Jacqueline. Like <laughs> cocaine both times right? didn't work. <laughs> I'm kidding. My fiance has forbid me from ever trying. I'm, just, I'm only allowed weed. He's like, you're way too up as a person. Can you imagine you? Like, it would just be terrible and you'd be super, like, sweaty. And by the or way, maybe... the, the whole morning, just preparing for this thing, I was nervous and I didn't know what would work. So I just, oh, no. like, cleaned the apartment. I literally just swept and that's what I do when I'm nervous. I can tell you swept. It looks like you, you swept babe. everywhere. immaculate, let me tell you. So anyway, <laughs> Jack. Uh, so as we go from a story now into some real life here, why don't yeah. you give us a little glimpse? Uh, cause I know you probably, you got a little bit of an encyclopedia, maybe <laughs> I'm going to guess because you seem to me like someone who, like you said, you try anything twice. I, I have a feeling you'd want, you're one of those people who would get out there and date and you've probably gotten some, uh, some real doozies. 
Oh my God. I, I mean, for the first 10 years of being out here, I feel like I was a good luck Chuck for like any guy I dated. <laughs> like literally there's a very famous Italian comedian who literally we dated a little bit and then he came in and introduced me to his now wife. And I was like, you're welcome. And it literally um, was Dane Cook. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> almost. Did really well. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> almost. The Italian Dane Cook. Um, yeah. And then there was another comic. I think he actually, he worked at After Buzz for a while. Same thing. Like we always, we went on a lot of dates and it was just like a lot of dates and like partying and like having fun. But I was never like, I feel like every guy at Good Luck Chucked is now married to like a tiny little blonde named like Jessica or Amanda or like He's 23 and loves yeah. going to the gym and has a <laughs> new company that someone's investing in. Exactly. Like it, it's a blogger. Um, it's Her name's stable. Mallory. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Oh god, so good. It's either Brittany, Ashley, or sometimes Amanda. Yeah, uh, it depends. Yeah, yeah. some Caitlyn's so, in there. Yeah. yeah, like that was one thing where like I was a good luck chop to like so many guys, and I honestly like I used to get so upset, and I'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with me?" But like I just don't think I was like ready at the time. Like I just cared too much, and I had like yeah. read too many dating books and was all into like like I was into it like why men love bitches and like how to be a guy's girl and I was like I don't get it I love football and like you do <laughs> like, yeah. you know and I think my breaking point um I I was bartending and like doing stand-up and this guy came into the bar handed me his black Amex and just like started talking football with me and he was like I remember you from a few years ago like you're a Giants fan cut to the biggest mistake you could ever make. He lived in Marina Del Rey and I Ubered myself to Marina Del Rey. Marina Del Rey? Where do you, yeah. do you live in Hollywood? Or are you a- Hollywood? I live in West Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. And the biggest thing, like for a first date, you should never pay more than like five to $10 for an Uber. Like that was a $30 Uber ride. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. You even offer to pay for your Uber at least? Or no, just... and he had a fucking black card. Ugh. Hey, I want to show you how much money I have. Not that I'm ever going to spend it on you. What other women? Yeah. <laughs> but I got it here. I'm waiting for Are the Amanda. Are we still going to have sex? Yeah. Are we still going to have sex? I, yeah. I, I got to go. Great. I got to go. Sorry. And like, I, again, like I was so, they used to call me the goalie. I'd be like, no, like I would never like have sex with a guy for like a while. Cause I thought like that, like you would wait a certain amount of time. No, it's like, once a guy is like into you and they respect you, like, it doesn't matter how long, like, it's just like when they're like ready. Like I, I just didn't realize it. And I, I would like Uber myself over and over again to Marina Del Rey. And he loved the Cowboys, which like being a Giants fan, like having to pay for an Uber and listen to how much you love the Cowboys. And he would always like hold over my head, like maybe I should fly us out to like go to a Cowboys game. We can like stand on the sidelines. But like when it came down to it, I like would call him on his bluff and be like, okay, are, are you going to buy the tickets? And he'd be like, well, no, you should look up prices. You could fly yourself down to... <laughs> But like, I'll get us on the field. No, it's just, he has to bring his wife on the plane first. And then he has to work that out separately. No, 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 right. no. Do, yeah, let me. Yeah, his wife hates football. So, you know, no. But, but that's good for you. So yeah, <laughs> I wish that was the case. Like, I wish there was like another woman. He was just a dick um, and lazy. Right. Um, I Hi, Ryan, if you're watching. Um, <laughs> it's my brother. He's in the yeah. <laughs> And right, 
find that like kind of broke me. Like I remember the last time I had like Ubered myself to Marina Del Rey to like hook up. I remember he made us go bike riding. I am definitely afraid of bike riding like through a city. He, we went on a bike ride from Marina Del Rey to Hermosa. Oh, what? That's like 15 miles. I know. And he was like Snapchatting the whole time and like Uh, almost hit like four people. Like it was just like he had red flag and douchebag written all over him. But I was just like, no, like this guy, like he likes football and like has a black heart. Like my priorities were all fucked up. Sure. Yeah. And I also thought it was like kismet that like he remembered me. We had met like a few years prior. So like, of course, like the movies all fuck us up. And I was like, it's a meet cute, you right. know? This is the story we'll tell. And then he came back and then he gave me his black card yeah. and everything was great. Then he oh bought my me a car. Yeah, everything was just wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And so <sighs> I finally had had like enough and like he invited me to like Uber again myself. And I, I just stopped talking to him and that's when I just didn't give a fuck anymore like I feel like I just had like the straw that broke the camel's back moment and then once I I met my now boyfriend I I was talking to other guys like I was just like like I just didn't give a fuck anymore you know Mm. and I think that was kind of the moral of the story (laughs) is just not giving a fuck fuck. yeah or just building it up because I feel like what guys do too is they'll They'll sit down, they'll have a date with a woman and she can say a bunch of things that don't necessarily, you can tell she's not as into you or it's very clear it's not going there, but we'll rationalize in our heads. Oh no, but eventually she's going to give me the answer that I've been that, you know, because my mom told me every day I was perfect. So obviously I'm going to be told everything's great. And listen, I come from, my mom spoiled me completely growing up and just told me how you know I was just her little prince and her special soldier and everything was amazing and it's definitely I think because I had such a great mom and was given so much love you know your 20s are just all about no that that's your mom um most women aren't going to think you're amazing just because you got out of bed you're going to actually have to make some (laughs) efforts and uh get to know them and you know really listen and you know be attentive so I I literally there was another one I've only like I don't fall easily but once I fall for someone I fall, fall hard, hard. You yeah fall like a, Italians you're, uh, you're going exactly. full speed <laughs> in it to win it like all in and I remember there was one guy I dated like on and off for probably like two or three years out here and it was like long distance like he lived in Chicago so like he'd fly in and we'd hang out again made him wait forever to have sex yeah and like I, I became yeah right no because Good for like, you. <laughs> no it was really fucking like eight like, other what girls. do i have to do but no i know it's <laughs> your choice it is your choice no just because a guy gets you you know buys you the salmon or steak doesn't mean you owe him dick no Literally. and so. i remember he wanted to spend valentine's day together and he, it was his idea he was like i think we should go to this place called sanctum Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was so like, you know what? I'm open to new experiences. Oh, like, bless your heart. I know. Like for those of you that uh, don't know what Sanctum is, it's like a members only high end like sex club in Beverly Hills. Um, which <laughs> if you're walking down the street in Hollywood or West Hollywood, they actually like have like graffiti, like uh, random places. So if you see, it almost looks like a black grenade. 
and it oh. says, yeah, Sanctum. That's what that is. Um, that's, uh, yeah, I just thought that was a high-end bar I could never get yeah. into when I used to drink a lot and people would always turn me away. No. It's good to know. Yeah, and I wish that was like the worst part of the story. The worst part is he invited me every step of the way. My mom was giving, she was like, well, you never know who you're going to meet. Like, maybe you should go. Like, <laughs> it's LA. You kids in network. Jump in the group sex circle. You don't know what casting director is there. You have to do it. Listen, I know it sounds crazy. And we're just like, no, I would never do that. But then, you know, you're not working for a while. You're like, maybe I should go to the club and put my hand out, see what happens. You don't have to look. I don't know. It's like, where would I keep my I know, business I cards? Oh, this is my headshot. Is you pull that out? Like, oh, sorry, it slipped on the loop. Yeah. There we go. There it is. The, the worst part is that I finally like accepted that that's what we were gonna do, and then he ghosted me on Valentine's Day. Like, didn't call, didn't do anything. What? And, yeah. So like, I even like was mentally prepared to like fucking go to this you were like, mentally prepared for just a, an octopus dick orgy probably and you were you psyched yourself up yes that never happened That's yeah what it, it, it never happened i was spray tanned i was waxed i had gotten a new weave like i was ready and it just never happened so that was even like more of a mind fuck like and the fact that like i didn't just give up at that point now like that was probably like six or seven years ago but like that's the kind yes. of shit that's maybe one of the best jeez oh my god ghosted uh, so for your orgy on valentine's day ghosted for your high-end orgy <laughs> Oh wait, did I lose your video here? Sorry, my <laughs> that's you crazy. Were... My cousin is calling with my two nieces right now. They're trying oh, to got you. Time. perfect time to bring in the family. Perfect time. <laughs> Woo! So uh because you just said some red flags, I'm gonna go into uh some red yeah. flags here. Cool, the cool. way this works is I'll read you your cards, obviously, because we're not in the same room, and then you yeah. tell me in the words of stepbrothers what your worst bugaboo is, like the number one thing that you could not live with or date like so imagine your guy now if i named one of these what's the yeah. one that you could not do okay okay um my mask is peeling off i know mine's starting to <laughs> I'm feeling like, you're doing great that's it yeah it's gonna be like a scene from a horror movie and then we went to oh, i can't <laughs> i'm triggered um, jesus okay here i think i got to, okay so yours are this Beyonds every time you start a sentence. It's great for confidence. Uh, counts your calories. That's gonna be fun. And worst smelling person in the world. That's now, I it. Some, nope. I gave some doozies. Is it the smell? It's literally okay. Last night when we were making that quarantine couple quarantine video. Loved it. Loved it. Thank you. You guys check it out at Jacqueline Murphy. Um, what? <laughs> everything. Um, we are sitting next to each other and we had just eaten all about the bread sandwiches, like takeout. And I don't know why, but he reeked of onions. And I literally, I like, after we finished, I looked at him and I went, what the fuck is going on? And he was just like, <laughs> and he was like, what? I was like, do you smell yourself? And he was like, no, it's probably you. Cause he always says I smell like garlic. And then when he walks in the bedroom, it smells like pizza. And I'm like, yeah, cause I oh, eat that's it great. all the time. Who doesn't love pizza? <laughs> I know, exactly. Okay, I'm taking a photo of this cause our masks are like falling apart right now. This is yes. great. <laughs> You're great. All right. 
Yeah. Sorry, um, so onions can't do it. So it's the bad yeah, smell. Yeah, and I literally like could not be around him, and I was like, Ugh. like I, I was like, you got to shower, and then he came back in the bedroom after he showered, and he was like, yeah, that was definitely me. Like <laughs> I smell, and I just can't smells. I'm so sensitive. Like I cannot. Like there is a coworker of mine. I worked with him for the first time. He breathed on me, and I was like, oh, this isn't gonna work. Like because he just had like the worst breath and i couldn't focus like it's just no oh, no take care of your shit take care of your shit dude well even um, we were watching high maintenance last night and on one episode yeah. this like girl named sharona which was so sexy literally looked at the high maintenance guy and she was like you smell <laughs> it matters man it matters no matter yeah. what even we're staying in quarantine i'm putting on my ladies like their favorite cologne for me that she bought so even yes. if she's having a bad day, she's like, oh, you smell really good. I'm like, oh, do I? It's just natural yes. pheromones. It's the key. No, you got to smell good. So that's a red flag. Okay. And then you've heard of the game Fuck, Mary Kill. We have a yes. new rendition here called Date, Dump, Divorce. So Ooh. who would you date, dump, divorce? I'm going to give you three Johns, okay? Love it. John Hamm, John Krasinski, John Stamos. <gasps> date dump divorce oh my what god sophie's do, choice i know like more if she had triplets instead of just two kids <laughs> oh my god this john is ham? so hard john um i would probably okay john ham i would dump but only after fucking him as bragging yeah. rights because that's my my boyfriend's like one like gay for dude like get out to like oh, he's yeah, so gay it. for john ham <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to just go right. into advertising now. Yeah. I, just, I want to get back at him for Kristen Wiig and Bridesmaids. Um, <laughs> so dump John Hand after Got it. Um, and then date and then divorce. I would divorce John Stamos because that okay. means like, you know, we had a we had a life like you were together. Would, yeah. Alimony. Like that's yeah. it. You didn't know, work out. you'd be it a Rebecca Romaine. That's exactly yeah. It's fine. Um, and then, of course, John Krasinski. Like, have you seen him talk about fucking, uh, what's her name? His wife. Like, he is. He loves just her. He's just gaga. Oh, my God. And he's so, he's so, like, underwhelmingly hot. Like, you don't realize that. He grew into his hotness. Because he yes. was not that. I will just say this as a straight no. man. I've watched The Office through and through, right? He used to be kind of the chubby just yeah. like whatever dude and then that guy fucking he grew the beard and he turned oh. 40 and then he did quiet place and then he's just everywhere and that, being amazing oh my god that's no. proof that any average person like camille and johnny right now right it's just like what the hell he was a nerd funniest guy ever and now he's freaking captain america i can't so I'm just like well no guy now has an excuse to say like well i wasn't born i, I don't look like chris evans like well you can no, no. if you, can. you want if you're determined yeah, have you seen Chris Pratt over the years? Yeah, it's that he had a yeah. glow up. Although they all say they're so much happier when they're like bigger and just eating whatever because they're just more cuddly and fun and they're all so we much all more are. miserable when they're, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You're, you're a hot person, I'm more average, I, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm actively gaining weight right now. Um, it's a thing. I'm. You I'm need to because in another couple of weeks, you might need to live off that reserve for like three <laughs> or four weeks. You don't know. So we don't just, know pack on the hoagies and the pizza because that yeah. it's gonna you're gonna have to um Definitely. and then real quick here um what is a um oh my gosh 
Sorry, I just realized. So as you, why don't you, uh, sorry, I just got blindsided here by something. Um, by my beauty? <laughs> no, by your beauty. Your most wonderful, beautiful thing ever. I'm just realizing I didn't, I have a quote here for something. Uh, okay, so why don't you go into this now? If you have advice, if you, uh, let's just say it's a magical thing. Um, you could go back in time or there's a room that you could go into and you could see yourself at 18 and you have 90 seconds to talk to you at 18. What do you tell yourself? Um, I would it could be about love. It could be about anything, but specifically. Yeah, um, I would tell myself, stop giving a fuck. <laughs> you are not the first woman to say that. Really? They keep saying, why did you care so much about what guys who didn't care about you think? That's oh my god yeah and it's weird because like i i get pretty good when i was younger but i it's more just stop giving a fuck about what everyone else thinks you know mm -hmm. and that like just it doesn't matter if you're not like super skinny or super perfect like you're fucking cool <laughs> and just cool. do you you know and just yeah, do you. That would be the only thing. And uh, maybe don't get drunk in your basement with like a bunch of guys when you're like in eighth grade. You probably shouldn't have done that. That was a weird night. Oh, um, man. <laughs> you were really born for Sanctum. You were born for Sanctum. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was a bunch of guys like, no, no, dude, I was there. No, so, <laughs> that was um, weird. Um, yeah, so, so, hey, don't do that. In there. Oh, and also don't bleach your hair and your eyebrows. That was a bad choice. Um, yeah, don't do that because your hair still doesn't grow back that well. So, you know. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Uh, so real quick, Jacqueline, um, why don't you give us your um, handles, anything that you want to promote? Obviously, we're all having a bit more time now with our computers, Woo! with uh, our phones. So yeah. where can we check you out? Because I think you're absolutely hysterical and I want to keep watching your stuff because it's making Thank me laugh. Thank you, Adam. Um, just my handle is at Jacqueline Marfuji. So it's J-A-C-L-Y-N-M-A-R-F-U-G-G-I. Uh, and I'm going to try to post more content that makes everyone laugh and happy because that's what we need right now. Totally. Um, right and what's your Jersey podcast? I'm almost on episode 150 and some of the oh, guests I've had on have just been like epic and they're amazing. And it's been professional athletes, actors, comedians, like life manifestation coaches. I'm having Alex uh, Catalano on tomorrow. Oh, she cool. This is her third time coming on and we're gonna She's do a best. whole, oh, I love her so much. Um, we're going to do a whole coronavirus, like how to like stay sane, healthy, all the things that she's great at. Um, so yeah, check out that podcast. And then I hope it's still going on. I'm producing a show called Rockstar Adjacent um, yeah. at the Rock of Ages Theater. Um, it's the Bourbon Room, Hollywood. Um, it's cool. going to be really cool. There's going to be a band on stage with the comics and we're just going to sing and do comedy and there'll be burlesque dancers. That's April 22nd, Earth Day. Nope. I don't know if it's still happening, but... Hopefully. Hey, well, fingers crossed that it does, because <laughs> I think you're absolutely wonderful. And obviously, when we're back in studio, hopefully in, you know, another two months or something like that, I'd love to have yes. you back in person, please. I think you're absolutely wonderful. Um, and thank, thank you, you for being a part of this experiment literally today, just to see how the show would work. <laughs> um, it's different, but I definitely love it and love having you here. So uh, thank you so much. Um, yes, thank you, I Adam. I got it. This was uh, hysterical. We'll I'll keep sending you photos of when this I'm doing a face so mask. Please, nap. So, please do right? not. This was it. Yeah, and our skin's better after doing this. Like I'm so proud Guinness of us. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm I'm gonna rock this audition today. Um, yeah. Good so luck. Uh, real quick, thank you, thank you. Uh, real quick, um, I'll just leave us here with a little quote. 
uh, and then we shall be on our way. Um, dating is like running out of toilet paper when you really have to go. Dating in LA is just like that, except when you go to the store to buy more, you can't because everyone is hoarding it. Oh, and you also have food poisoning. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am Adam Carr. Thank you for joining us today with our lovely guest, Jacqueline Marfuji. She's absolutely wonderful. Thank you to everybody at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, bad dates, please uh, send us emails, uh, horriblyhollywoodsingle at gmail.com. Uh, message me on Facebook, on Instagram at horriblyhollywoodsingle. This is Adam Carr reminding you all, stay horrible, stay single. Hey, we don't judge. And for God's sakes, wash your hands, stay safe out there. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank I have no you for- no idea when we go, this might keep going. Remember, Maybe we're not just goodbye. the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.